This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Discover all of our shows at slashandcast.network. Laura, like, doesn't want to say anything. Greg is speechless, uh, so... <laughs> um... Hello and welcome to the Conjecturing Horrorist Podcast. With me is Laura. Hello. And Greg. Hey guys. And I'm your host, Rob. Uh, how's you guys doing? How you guys doing tonight? Good. Right. Doing good. Doing How are good. You? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. We're uh, doing a late recording in the week right now. We've had life uh, come in the way here, rip off all our shorts. We don't have any <laughs> shorts on today. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, how's the gold room tonight? Do you guys have any shorts on? Are we all bottomless tonight? What's happening? Oh, I've got my shorts on. It's a little chilly, though, because I oh. don't have a top on. Oh, Ooh. wow. Interesting. Okay. I was wondering why the bottom of your Zoom screen is blurred, but uh, okay. All right. Makes sense now. <laughs> uh, I, I know I can't stand up, so I can't show you guys anything because I'm definitely bottomless. Yeah, I may be bottomless, too. You, you just can't, oh. you can't tell. You'll see. We're both bottomless. Greg. Oh, boy. <laughs> Wow, By the way, do you think that's a? Do you think the Gold Room ever had a dress code? I bet shorts mm-hmm. at some point were prohibited, mm-hmm. right? But look, we own the Gold Room now. Yeah. Shorts are shorts are in. You do whatever we want. Shorts, yeah. what, but is it optional to just be nude? Is that is that a thing now? Yeah, I accept. I, I feel like once they set the standard of a bear suit is is acceptable, <laughs> then uh, I feel like we can just do whatever you the hell you everything want. Everything goes here. right. Everything, everything goes. goes now. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. Uh, yeah. So speaking of shorts, uh, this week we're doing uh, pick your poison. This is Greg's pick your poison. We're titling it titling it short shorts. Uh, Greg, uh, no, that's not. No, that's not what it's called. It's oh, not? what's it called? It what's is called. called who wears short shorts? Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, Who wears okay. short shorts? I'm sorry. Coming off uh, last week's episode with songs. You guys are the lyricist. I don't know that reference uh, to that song. That's why. Uh, so let's see what we're wearing tonight or not wearing. Uh, Laura, what do you got going on tonight? Well, I obviously have short shorts on the brain. I just kept thinking, okay, think of every movie character that you that comes to mind when you think of someone wearing short shorts. And it came to me right away. It's a character from a little old 1980s slasher film called Friday the 13th, which we have not yet reviewed, but I hope you guys have seen it. I assume you've seen it. I don't think I have. Oh my God, Rob. <laughs> I think Greg's with me. Greg, what do, you, what do you think, Greg? It's one of those when, you know, you watch it when you're at the age of eight and you forget everything except probably the kills. Wow. Okay, well... Uh, we probably just lost a ton of listeners, but no, for all of you no, normal leave. people out there. <laughs> don't leave, probably. guys. Don't leave. Don't leave. I, the way I do things now, guys, is like if I haven't watched it up until we started the show, which has been almost two years now, like I'm saving a lot of this stuff yeah. for I want to watch it on the pod. I want to get first yeah. time views. You know, I mean, yeah, you can say I'm a horrible person before that, but, you know, I can't do anything about that. But I'm saving it, guys. I'm saving my uh, Friday the 13th cherry for whatever uh, whatever day we get to that, you know. I like it. You like it? Okay. All right. Well, for all the normal listeners listeners, normal people out there <laughs> that have seen Friday the 13th. I obviously dressed up as Steve. Um, I think he was like one of the camp counselors. And Steve has many scenes where he is uh, shirtless and just wearing these awesome cut off denim, you know, je- mm. cut up, cut up his jeans, pretty short shorts. Um, so what I did was I bought a wig 
and a mustache that looks a lot like Steve. He and I already have the same type of glasses. I got my glasses on. I've got my little red neck bandana and I, I am actually wearing a top. I don't want anyone to think that I was being serious, but it is like a skin colored tank top. So it blends in with my skin. And unfortunately you can't see my shorts, but they're there. Yeah, they're there. They're there. This nice. is, it's perfect. It it's is perfect. It's it's really spot on. I was asking Laura though if she bought a second mustache or she used another the the same <laughs> yeah. mustache from Tess Tusk episode when she bought it uh, for Justin Long and she surprised me and said, "No, it's a new mustache." It's a new mustache. <laughs> so she has two mustaches uh, hanging out in her costume drawer, I think. It looks yeah. like you went out and killed a very fuzzy caterpillar. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what I did. Like looking at the, yeah, you with this costume side by side with the uh, with the movie picture, it's it's perfect. Pretty yes. legit. Pretty legit. Top I like photo. Woo. Yes. <laughs> you you make the photos, Laura. You can make yourself top every day. Come on. No, I try to go with like who oh, I think fair. deserves it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's it, they feel like it's been Greg for a while now. Well, Greg's like Greg's the king of cosplay, it. man. Yeah. I know. Shit. Huh? Well, let's see what Greg did this week. Uh, if it's just gonna be Greg's bare ass. Uh, did you guys watch the short The Other Side of the Box? I didn't watch that one. Laura, right. mm. I have actually seen that one before. It's one that Greg. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just uh it's just your head popping out of a box. This is why That's I said I don't know perfect. if I'm bottomless or I don't know oh. what I've got underneath. I mean it's just an endless void. Down oh, there. you're definitely bottomless though, because Oh, by definition I am bottomless. I I am the essence of bottomless. <laughs> I mean okay, yeah, I am eternal. but I Seeing mm. that short, though, I believe he was bottomless. You just couldn't see oh. it. I oh, that's you, true toward the end. I thought yeah. you were going to go with Justin Timberlake's uh, Dick in the Box, Greg. I thought that you were going to go with. Also a great short. <laughs> also <Fantastic> great. short. <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh, oh that's pretty God. good, Greg. That's pretty good. I like it. I like it. Uh, for me, like, I'm honestly, I'm saving mine. I'm saving my, uh, just like my cherry. I'm saving mine for... <laughs> I'm saving my reveal for when we get to the actual segment. I want to surprise these guys. Uh, they have it. They don't know which shorts I have watched, uh, and I regret them all. I'm telling you that much right now. Uh, so I will get to that later. So if any of you guys want to see these picks when I reveal mine, you can see these guys. Uh, check out uh, Twitter and Instagram at Conjecturing Pod. Uh, so let's see what we're drinking now. Let me get the drop going here. What's in the cups? Okay. <laughs> me, me, I, I, I'm in it apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? That's oh, the answer. Greg, we don't have to so ask good. the question anymore. We've we've solved the mystery. Yeah. So, uh, Laura, what are we what are we drinking tonight? You know, I actually gave Lloyd the night off tonight because we were so all nice. in charge of our drinks tonight. The reason is because we decided to pick our favorite short drinks or shot or shooter. Um, and so I'll go first. I am drinking a kamikaze shot. It's made with vodka, triple sec, and lime juice. And I picked this one just because I don't. <laughs> Besides this, I don't think I've ever had a favorite shot ever. Mm. Shot is a shot. You drink it quick to <laughs> feel some way. But, uh, you know, this shot has a lot of good memories. I actually lived with Greg's wife, Lindsay, for many years during college. And this was our go-to. This was our go-to shot. So much, in fact, that we would make pictures of it and Oof. then just drink out of the pictures. So it wasn't even really a shot anymore. Wow. Yeah. Had to tell that story. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Oh wow! So, uh, what about you, Greg? What do you What do you got going on tonight? Mine's actually similar to yours, Laura. So, um, I've got what's called Orange Crush, and this is probably my favorite shot, just because it it goes down so easy easily, and it's just so flavorful. So, it's uh, it's vodka, triple sec, 
It's got a splash of lemon in it, but it's also got OJ and some um, uh, orange rinds. You know, you shave them up like very tiny and you stick them in there. Mm -hmm. And then you throw some ice and blend it. It's it's the perfect shot. I love it. Nice. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I'm so glad you guys are enjoying your drinks tonight. Because for me, I am going on the theme of regretting my decisions. Uh, So I'm doing a shot of absinthe. Absinthe, is that what it's called? (laughs) Because honestly, I want to forget some of these things I freaking watched. So Okay, bottoms up. Here we go. All right. Cheers. Okay, now the yes. party started. All right, I'm going to pass out in about 15 minutes, guys. So Rob's, like, <laughs> Rob's like, okay, guys, w- welcome to Conjecturing Podcast. My name's Rob. Let's start all over again. <laughs> We're like, Rob, we've been here for half an hour. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be so true. It's going to be so true. Uh, let's see. Let's do uh, show news updates real fast. We just want to remind everybody listening, if they like our show, please rate, review our podcast, whatever you're listening to it on. And a quick ad read. This episode is sponsored by Amazon Music Unlimited. With Amazon Music Unlimited, listeners get unlimited access to over 70 million songs, on-demand music, which is always ad-free, and are able to listen offline with unlimited skips. By signing up with our promo link, you can get Amazon Music Unlimited free for 30 days and cancel at any time. So go to getamazonmusic.com slash pod to get started. All right, all right. I'm already feeling it, guys. I'm feeling the... I love it. I don't know. I don't know what any of your guys' names are right now. I don't know what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) You sound very like out of breath. Like you okay? (laughs) My body's trying to catch up with myself right now. Uh, I think I'm fading away as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right um i don't oh, think no. we got, i don't think we got any listener comments or questions anything uh from that uh do we got any uh follow-up from previous shows uh, last week we did gothica the other three is gothica laura what, what do you got anything from gothica i just think that gothica was a fantastic episode i've listened to it too many times actually mm-hmm. and uh it sounds like everybody really likes the way greg and i sing Limp Biscuit songs. So I think I'm <laughs> no one actually said this, but I'm I took it as they want more of that. So uh-huh. yeah, expect more rapping, you know, anything from Limp Biscuit to E40, we've got you. It's been done before. <laughs> It'll keep happening. That's true. And yeah, and if anybody if you guys haven't like went through any of the back catalog for us, if you listen to our Christmas episode, which mm-hmm. was uh Better Watch Out, right? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah, better watch out. out. We did raps against each other. So if anybody wants to go listen to that, uh, have fun. That's a good episode. Uh, what about you, uh, Greg? Do you got anything from Gothica? Did you kiss anybody? What? Did I kiss him? <laughs> <laughs> it was surprisingly a good episode. You know, for for being a, a movie that I remembered absolutely nothing about, I was pleasantly surprised that there was a lot to actually dissect in it. Um, so that was cool to have that convo with you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I liked the episode. I liked the movie. Like I said in in, in the review, I was shocked uh, about the ratings, Rotten Tomato ratings, how low they were. Uh, you know, we've been I think I put up a poll on Twitter saying, like, you know, these ratings, are they insane? A lot of people said no. So, man, I, I don't I don't know. That's I don't know what crazy. it is. I, I don't know. If these people are just saying that they're not rewatching the movie. They're just based it on their time. They saw it 20 years ago. I, I don't know. But. I don't know. I think it's freaking crazy. Uh, but good episode, though. Good episode. I liked it. Yeah. Um, let's see. So onto this episode. Uh, so we are doing, like we said, our pick your poison. Who likes short shorts? Our top horror shorts we're going to pick and talk about. Uh, Greg, uh, why did you choose this? This is yours. You know, I, I haven't really spent that much time over the years thinking about short movies. But, um, you know, seeing as I watch pretty much all of our horror movies on YouTube, every now and then uh, a random short horror will pop up. 
and I'll just click it and watch it. And they always really spark my interest. So let me just kind of give you a quick, uh, like background on, you know, a short film technically is, you know, it's, it's a movie or a sort of a, a film production that's short enough in running time not to be considered a feature film. So the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences defines it as an original motion picture that has a running time of 40 minutes or less, which huh. seems kind of long, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, including credits. Um, so fun fact, you know, all the films at the beginning of, of cinema were what we would consider short films today. You know, sometimes they were only a minute long or less. And it wasn't until like the 1910s when they started to get longer. It's about 10 minutes. So they're usually screened at local, national, or international film festivals. And they're made by independent filmmakers uh, with either a low budget or no budget at all. And they're usually filmed by film grants, nonprofit organizations, sponsors, or just personal funds. You know, people throw out their money and just make a movie, um, you know, short out of their own money. So um, short films are generally used to gain filmmaking experience in the industry, just kind of you know, get your foot in the door and also as a platform to showcase talent to secure funding for future projects from private investors, production companies or film studios. Um, and actually, there is uh, there's a festival. It's I, I'm going to mess up the name is it's called uh, uh, it's formerly known as the International Festival of Very Shorts. Uh, based in Paris, where they only show movies less than four minutes long. Yes, the I want to go there. Yeah, those are the ones that I feel like we mostly gravitated toward. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think we had that much time in this to watch like forty-minute-long shorts. I I didn't watch any past like twelve minutes. I don't know about you guys. Sadly, I watched the long one. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> like I said, I'm regretting all my decisions tonight, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, well, the last little fact here is that Film Minute is an international one-minute film festival, and they've been around since 2006. So, uh, you know, I just picked it because it's fun to think about, uh, you know, just it, what shorts do is provide you just a quick idea and a quick snippet of generally a broader picture. And, you know, we've seen, uh, we in fact, we've reviewed some movies where they started off as shorts and they became full-length features. So I just thought it was a really interesting topic to look into and um, kind of get our feet wet because there's honestly just a million of these things out there. So um, you're not going to watch them all casually. So I figured by doing an episode, we kind of get like a really good level of exposure to them. Yeah, that's so cool, Greg. That's so cool about the shorts and why you picked it. And, and it's cool with the history, dude. I can't believe there's ones that are like a minute, like a minute in length. That's insane. It's a festival dude, and about 30,000 people attend this festival every year. It's pretty insane. Like how many times am I going to shit myself? In, in that in that two hour frame, I'm probably sitting there like that seems like I feel like my heart wouldn't have time to like recuperate until like the next one's going again. Let me tell you this, dude. This is exactly you. You've nailed like the effect that these things can have on you because they're very like punctuated pieces of media. And I I don't know about how you guys, but I counted how many I ended up watching. I ended up watching seventy seven shorts for this episode. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I remember by last Saturday. I felt like emotionally beat down because they're, wow. they just they wow. hit you in such, you know, sharp succession. So, um, yeah, do you <laughs> don't watch these like that, but, uh, you know, maybe just choose <laughs> the ones that we're picking for you. <laughs> That's funny. Greg, did it take you longer to watch 77 shorts or make your Excel document? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, the Excel document. It's fantastic. About the same, maybe. About the same. Yeah. Greg, yeah. Greg literally like listed. Uh, did you list all seventy-seven on there, or was there more than that? No. On there? There's more. We have like over a hundred on that. Over list. Over Greg, Greg oh. gave us. Greg gave us like a little cheat sheet for me and Laura of all these shorts and with time, like how long they are, who made them, description, link, like this whole like Excel spreadsheet thing. Uh, and, and we asked him ahead of time when we came on today, like, how long did that take you? And he's like, longer than it should. So <laughs> I was just wondering if it took longer to do that or actually watch 77 shorts, which is crazy. Wow. That's cool, man. That's cool. Committed, man. Yeah. Your shorts are the shortest, dude. Your shorts are the shortest, man. Yep. There you go. Um, and that's a compliment. See. Yeah, that's a compliment, dude. You got the banana hammocks on. Uh, let's see. So. <laughs> So, uh, so normally, uh, this is where we would do our horrorish segment of the week question or game, but I think we should save it for later in the pod here. I'll give you a short tease though. Um, and say, if you like Greg and Laura's script readings from our Baba Duke episode, uh, you're going to love this uh, segment we're going to do later on. And, and Greg might be reprising a voice from a little chimney sweep. Um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's get into it. Let's get into picking our poison here. Let's uh, rip our shorts off. Let's, yeah. uh, let's start our conversation. I mean, no. No? Let's oh, okay. wear a short short. Oh. Not <laughs> okay. rip them off. Not rip them off? Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, so let's, uh, we're just going to kind of go around and talk about what, what shorts we picked, why we picked them, what we like, what we didn't like. We'll kind of just say free ball it, but a free, <laughs> free flow it. It's the best thing you can do with short shorts I mean, if your shorts are, if your shorts are short enough, you might be free balling it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, we do want to say up front that all the shorts, we're going to try to put all the links in our show notes. Uh, so all the shorts we talk about, we're going to try to put them there so you guys can go and watch them if you want to. Uh, we, are, we are also going to try to avoid spoilers if we can. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard to do with some. Some you can, some you can't. But if if one of us feels that it's such a good spoiler reveal thing, maybe we won't, we'll try not to do it. So just a heads up, you know, if we don't say something like that. Um, so I, I definitely just want to go. Uh, probably start with uh, start with Greg here, Greg. So I mean, are you going to talk about seventy seven shorts, Greg? <laughs> I'm not going through all seventy seven. It's our four hour episode. <laughs> I will say that it was it was definitely a joy to to go through all of them. By the end, I um. You know, I, I do recall like a handful that I, I really didn't like because I thought that they just either copied each other or mm-hmm. they seemed like the same idea over and over again. You definitely notice that when, when you watch so many. And then certain ones stand out just because they're just the, the production is so good or they're very unique or they take a unique stance that no one else has done. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to go through all 77, of course, but uh, <laughs> it was definitely an interesting, <laughs> interesting ride. I want to ask you guys, like, how did you if you were to pick? say your top three or your top five, did you ever think about how you would categorize that? Like, you know, do you go by the best monster that you saw or the best scare? Or did you like the efficiency with how they did it or the one that had the best originality or best idea or just how they executed it? What is what was your guys thinking behind like your your favorite? It's different. I for all of them, I think that there is one that is my ultimate favorite. And I'll tell you why when we get there mm-hmm. it is basically around like the context of what, what it's about. And then there is one I'm going to spotlight later that is just like a mind fuck. I don't mm. I don't even understand it. So therefore I picked it because I'm like, whoa, what what just happened? And, and then one specifically was all visual. So like monster base and just I mean, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. All across the board for me. Yeah, for me, sadly, um, for me and my shorts, I I had right when Greg said we are doing shorts, 
uh, I knew what I wanted to do. Uh, looking back, I shouldn't have fucking done it, but I did. Uh, so let me reveal my outfit here and you guys can have a, you guys will, I think we'll know All right. what, which way I went here. I have a little crown I'm going to put on here. Oh and, uh, no. Oh, <laughs> and, you didn't, you didn't watch And I got it. our, our Ari Aster, uh, oh. I couldn't get the shirt in time, but I got an Ari Aster design oh. we have at our merch store. Uh, so I went down the Ari Aster oh, short, uh, a rabbit hole, butthole journey to hell, I guess I would call it. Uh, we, we honestly, we talked about this on hereditary episode, right, Greg? Yeah, right. And we ended up cutting it from the episode. So, so what happened was when we were doing hereditary, uh, me and Greg were hanging out and we had a conversation about Ari Aster and we were looking up his film history and we heard about these shorts he did, which that's what he started doing and how fucked up they were. And we read them what they were about. And I told Greg, you need to watch them. One was called Munchausen. One was called uh, The Strange Things About the Johnsons. And, you know, Greg, when we went to record, I went and asked, did you watch those two shorts? They're so fucked up. And he's like, I watched one. And I'm like, you didn't watch the really fucked up one, the Johnsons, right? And he's like, no. And so we got into it. In that moment, Laura, who didn't know what we were talking about, read the description of what these two shorts, mostly the Johnson one, is about. And she kind of lost it a bit and was like, oh, hell no. Do you remember that, Laura? Do you remember that moment? You know, it's funny. I remember thinking hell no, but... It must be so bad that I've fully blocked it from my memory because I have no recollection of I, what it was. Wow. I remember that it was like not good, but I, I have no idea. No I want to be you so bad right now. I never have seen this shit. That's why I'm drinking absinthe tonight. That's why I regret all my decisions tonight of going down this, this a hole to hell that he created. Uh, Laura, you look like halfway shocked right now. You don't really remember fully <laughs> what's happening. So. I feel like I'm having a human centipede moment. <laughs> I, I'm going to quickly retell the story quickly. Okay. But uh, a few years ago, I'm in the car with Brooks, my husband, we're on a road trip, and he makes a comment about the human centipede. And I literally was like, what is that? I have no idea. And he's like, mind blown. What? What? You have no idea? <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea. And so I have to know. So he tells me, and I don't believe him. So I watched the movie trailer and then I was just so disgusted. I had to immediately pull up the movie clue on my phone to calm down. <laughs> and I'm having this moment where I don't know what you guys are talking about. Wow. So I want you to tell me, but I already know the response is going to be like, I'm about to vomit. I need to go watch clue to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you, better, you better cue that shit up, Laura. <laughs> I mean, I won't get into like, I won't get into like the, the details of the movie itself. I don't think we're going to go through the whole shorts here, but I mean, just the description alone, like you, it's fucked up. Um, so who wants to go first? Who wants to jump in? Do you guys want me to start and just take us down right away? Do you guys want to go and save me for last? What, what do you, what do you think, Greg? I'll, I'll start it off. So, um, I mean, the, the first one g going down my list that, that really struck a chord to me was one called pictured. Um, <clears throat> and this is the one where, it's it's very simple. The the lady, you know, this woman's walking down the hallway, and then she notices a a dark figure in a painting in her hallway, and she looks away and she looks back, and it's like facing her now. And it's essentially it's what you see is that it's on its way out of the picture. So um, the the cool thing about this one, and I noticed this was a, a common theme in all the ones that I really started to like, was the efficient use of time. 
And, and I say that because like most of the shorts that we watched, I think th- they ran from between about a minute and a half to at most like 10 or 11 minutes. I think that was generally the, the range. And one thing I noticed was that, um, when it got to about like minute seven or eight, if your short didn't give me something interesting or something to hold on to or give me any kind of bit of suspense or originality, you started to lose me. And I don't know if you guys felt that way in any of them. Um, but so I, I really started to just appreciate the the use of time. And this first one called uh, Picture was was the one. Um, it, it's by David Sandberg in t- 2014 was when it was released. Oh, nice. Sandberg. And it's just it's a great one. And I love the fact that it, it tells a very short story at the same time. And, uh, you know, when it ends, you, you feel like you've you've been told the story and it just feels very neat and buttoned up. Um, and that's mm. what I really appreciated about it. And of course, it was very obviously it has to be very scary. We're talking about horror shorts, not just short movies, short films, horror shorts. So there has to be some type of horrorish element to it. Um, and as we've discussed, horror is is subjective, but generally, you know, has to give you some kind of thrill or fear or dread or something. And and this one had that, and I thought that was really great. Yeah, that's uh, the guy that did the lights out, right? Lights out short and lights out, right? David Sandberg. Uh, yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. I like him. He's a good director. Ends up going and doing Shazam movie. Yeah, yeah, I have to say all of his shorts pretty much were of very high quality. He had a couple of other ones and you could tell watching his shorts, you're like, oh, this is the, this is the lights out style. Mm. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really great. Nice. That's nice. really interesting because I definitely noticed that many of the shorts didn't end buttoned up. It ended with me going, well, what happens next? Or mm. what does this mean? Or, you know, just like a lot of unanswered questions. So for you to feel like it was fully buttoned up like a feature film in that short a time, that's pretty right. impressive. Yeah, yeah it, it's hard to it, it's hard to do that. And, and I think when you create a short, I feel like the idea is to make it open ended, is mm-hmm. to make right. it, it be a cliffhanger. Like, I feel like that's the objective. But when you watch so many, you kind of you kind of get tired of of that as a trope because it just feels like you see the same thing over and over again. Um, you know, a, a, a girl hears or someone hears like a, a sound of the night. She goes to investigate. You see some type of, um, you know, scary thing behind her. And there's like a buildup of people doing things very slowly, but going back. And, it's like this is back and forth, back and forth, you know, going toward it, going away from it, going toward it, going away from it. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly at the very end, ah, you see something and then it cuts. Like yeah. that was the thing that I saw over and over again. And while that w- it's not a bad formula, and in fact it works very well for the for the short format, I really appreciated like the ones that were able to either do that and give more, or not do that and just make you feel satisfied by the end. And and that was one of them pictured. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, what about you, Laura? Do you want to go with a shout out one of yours or a couple, whatever you want to do? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, I. I, I mainly have three that I really want to talk about. I'm only going to talk about one now, and I'm actually just going to start with one that was made into a feature film, if mm-hmm. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is one that we've reviewed on this pod, which oh. is Mama. Oh, nice. We all mostly really liked Mama, I think, all three of us. I mean, we gave it decent reviews. It, it, it's not a perfect movie by any means, but we didn't hate it. I didn't like the CGI. That was it. Yeah, like we all had issues with it. You know, I had issues mm-hmm. with the ending. Rob had issues with the CGI. I had issues with the cherries. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's but, funny. <laughs> say hello to your mama for me. <laughs> say hello to your mama for me. <laughs> there we go. And already off right. the rails. Yeah. I like it. This short 
It's only three and a half minutes long. And uh, it was started in 2008. It is in its entirety. It is scarier than the entire mama movie. <laughs> like, just like the movie, the two young girls in the short are very good actresses. And yes, I do think that the mama monster character is CGI, but as fucked as I thought it was in the movie, I don't know what they did in the short. It almost makes her look like paper. I don't think she's CGI in the short. I watched the short too. I watched it too because you gave, yeah. I, I, there was like a list you made, Laura, so I could see. And I watched mm-hmm. it too. I don't think she was CGI or it was the guy, the the actor, but um, I think they Ooh. just did the thing they just did in Gothica. They did in Silent Hill where they speed up the frame. They speed up the, the, oh the film. Oh my gosh. Because I think it was I, real, which which honestly, I just told you I hated the CG, CGI in the, in the feature and it didn't scare me. This short fucking scared me because I could yes. tell it was I could tell it was real. It was a real actor. So they were running from a real person, which yeah, yeah, that probably is why it was scarier. Just visually, if you haven't seen it, especially if you've seen Mama, either way, watch it. But it is uh, horrifying. I, the way they make her hair stand up, the way her old white nightgown moves with her body, um, her facial contortions. I mean, it was just oh. Ugh. And the camera angles too. I mean, yes. there's just something about it. I, I remember when I watched it, um, I remember feeling the same sense, the sensation of terror as I did watching Sinister. There was something that your, mm. your heart feels. It's this like special type of beating. And I remember I rewound those scenes, the one where she runs down toward the door for the first time. And then the camera is fixed at the end of the hallway and you yeah. see her turn 90 degrees toward the camera going that way. It's just, it is so terrifying. It was, you know, one of the most terrifying shorts on this entire list, if not the. Crazy. crazy. That's a good one. That's a good pick, Laura. That's a good pick. Uh, for you. me, where do you guys want me to start? Do you want me to do the, the worst one ever in history <laughs> yeah. of uh, Yeah, film? you always go bad uh, news, good news, right? right? Is that how you do it? Bad news and good news? Yeah? Okay. All right. Yeah. So so for me, like I said, I went down the RES or hellhole. Um, and uh, I... I We'll talk about the worst one. The the strange things about the Johnsons. Uh, this is a 2011 film. He made this movie, I believe, in film school. In film school, it was one of the first, I think, films he kind of made at the time. Um, 29 minutes long, guys. 29 minutes. This one. So, 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 Greg, it wasn't on your 77 list. I don't think it didn't make the cut. Um, should have bailed. You should have been like, "This is too long." I'm not gonna <laughs> this do is it. the main one I quote unquote wanted to watch for this you're episode. Sick. You're yeah, sick. That's exactly what my wife said when I told her about this shit. <laughs> she really had concerns that I wanted to watch this because I because I, <laughs> I knew about it. Um, but uh, let's see. So this the movie like it's 29 minutes long. It stars uh, Billy Mayo, uh, who was from like NCIS and Desperate Housewives and stuff like that. He's a pretty big actor. Um, I mean, nobody else really famous in this movie. It did say that there's a the young. There's like a young uh, kid in this movie who opens the movie masturbating. Uh, he he went on right after this to go star in a Disney Channel uh, series about singing called Ant Farm. So I was like, wow, like his his tape reel was this movie and he got a Disney short. That's really interesting. I don't um, think they know that. I don't think they know that. <laughs> well, it was it, it only was from 2011-2014, so it's gone now. So um, so let me read the synopsis here of what this movie is about because I honestly oh, don't want to just talk My about what I saw. Hurt. Uh, already, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I just know it's bad. Uh, let's see. Okay, let me read it here. So I don't John- think you remember how bad it was. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, the, the Johnsons are an attractive, well-to-do, upper-middle-class family. Sydney, husband, and father is a famous poet, known and adored for his kindness and sensitivity. Joan, wife and mother, is a uh, dutiful housewife. Their son, Isaiah, is a charismatic young man who has just gotten married to an equally appealing young woman. In fact, there is only one thing that separates the Johnsons from their charming friends and neighbors. Isaiah, the son, has been molesting Sydney, the father, since he was 12 years old. So that's the uh, <laughs> that's the synopsis of of the the short 29 minutes long. I don't know if you want to call it a short. Um, so <laughs> this is exactly Laura's expression when me and Greg revealed this uh, on Hereditary episode that I ended up cutting out. Um, so I, I don't know what you guys want me to talk about. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> Maybe we could start with what the hell you were thinking going oh, into man. this. You guys know me and you guys know I I gravitate towards fucked up things and fucked up movies. And yeah. and there's certain reviews we've had on certain episodes where I give movies extra points because I'm like, it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up they did this. So, like, to me, hearing about this, something I've never heard about, thought about, like, what the fuck is this? Uh, I was like, I'm intrigued. Oh, that's <laughs> don't don't use that word. That's don't say that. okay. All right, need to edit out the word intrigued. All right, all right. Edit out, let's wow. edit out the word intrigued. Uh, what, what word should I insert in there? Uh, what do you think, Laura? What word? Curious. Curious. curious? Yeah. Okay, curious. I was curious about. Intrigued is like I'm intrigued. <laughs> well, I didn't do you that. Know? My voice didn't do that, and my eyebrows didn't do that. My interest is piqued. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That was not now me. You, now you no. gotta keep it in. Now you gotta keep ah, it in. Shit. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I said, the opening of the movie is literally the twelve-year-old uh, son like masturbating to a picture of his own father, which which is concerning enough. Um. Then it pretty much jumps to the son's getting married now, and they're at their own wedding. The son and and his new wife to be, and the mom can't find them. And she ends up like finding them in like the backyard, looks through like a peephole of like the garage. And uh, you don't see everything, but you get enough of the implication of the son is pulling down the dad's pants like on his knees. So it's like, oh shit. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Laura like doesn't want to say anything. Greg is speechless. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna crawl back into my box here. <laughs> I'm trying to forget this, guys. I had to watch this. I, I guess. Okay, I'm... wait. I have a, I have a question. Okay. Yes, Laura. Yes. How do uh-huh. you describe to us how you feel about Ari Aster now? <sighs> I mean, I already thought he was a fucked up person. I thought he was a fucked up person making Midsommar and and Hereditary. And, and like I said, there was a quote I think we read in one of those episodes where like he has like a fucked up family upbringing and. And he had this like years of his life where they thought their family was uh, like haunted or, or something like that. So, I mean, he definitely has something in his past. I don't know how much I'm just I have a couple quotes here from him about why he did this, which I don't know makes it better or not. Um, oh, read it. We got it. Yeah. So, so yeah, so pretty much when he was at he, when he was at AFI, the American Film Institute, he uh, was having conversations about taboo. What's taboo? What's not taboo? What can you do? And he pretty much said, uh, "We're talking about topics that are too taboo to be explored." And so we arrived at taboos that weren't even taboos because they were so unfathomable. And the most popular mm. was that of a son molesting his father. 
Um, so that's, he just, just going down that taboo rabbit hole and was just like, what's like the worst thing imaginable. Something that nobody has ever conceived of is this, you wow. know, I mean, there's so many other, there's so many movies out there with, of course, a father abusing a child, but mm -hmm. to reverse it, I'm like, holy fuck. Um, he even says that, uh, when he was at AFI, uh, which is like an indie, you know, industry school, more Hollywood based, uh, they want you to train to become a Hollywood filmmaker. And the films they show, the incoming fellows, are very politically correct Oscar movies. And he says, and I just thought, what's the worst thing I can make at AFI? To ask, what can't I do? And why can't I do it? Oh, and a son raping his dad? We should make that movie. So that's <laughs> that's what he said. Damn, he is a sick mofo. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I honestly don't want to like talk about the movie that much more, guys. I mean, it's... yeah. There's no happy endings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh <laughs> Yep. All right, Greg, let's okay. uh, let's turn this around. <laughs> no, but I like just... like like I said though, like I said, I, I I just I I regret I regret it, guys. I'm saying it right now, I regret everybody. I'm sorry. Yeah. I watched it. Uh I can't get it out of my mind, so uh I'm just hoping I'm gonna be like Laura. I'm curious to know like what the what the actors and actresses were thinking joining the project. I mean, I guess I don't know. Maybe I I don't wanna know. I think we're talking about this for too long. Okay, yeah. all right, we're talking about this for too long. Okay, all right. Laura's getting yeah. sick. Laura's getting sick, guys. All right, uh, all right. What are we gonna? You want to go, Greg? Next, you want to say your next one, Greg? Uh, does yeah. it involve uh, incest? No, <laughs> no. Okay, all right, all right. Well, no, no. So, um, another thing about these shorts that I realized that I, I loved a lot were the ones that made me think, and it reminded me of um, a lot of the horror movies that that make us think, right? Um, it gives you something to kind of ponder on and, and chew on after it's over. So one of them that I really liked was called He Dies at the End. Did you guys watch that one? I didn't watch that one, no. Mm -mm. I don't think so. Okay. So it's um it's a short by Damien McCarthy. He's the one who directed it, and it was released back in 2008, so quite a while ago. It's only about four minutes long, and that one is about it, – it's so interesting. So it's just this guy who's sitting at a, a desk. He's working like late night. And he discovers a website that claims to predict how you're going to die. Oh, no. And it's it's such a subtle um, short film. And, and the thing that I lo love the most was the buildup. It's just, it's, you know, him and his often he's just clicking um, at this website and then he hears different things and just like the, the suspense of how it, how it builds up is great. And I just, I remember feeling so emotional in, in a weird way for hardly anything happening at all. I kind of he hears a noise at the door behind him and you're sort of, I don't know. It's, it, it's really crazy. And I, I just loved how efficient it was and how interesting it was. And it made you think, and when it was over, you thought, okay, well, this is definitely about something deeper. I just don't know what yet. And I, I really appreciated that again. So far, like uh, a big theme for me is, is appreciation. And I, and I think mm. as a viewer, you like that. You like to feel valued and not just, you know, um, cheap thrills all the time. Right. Interesting. I, I hope wow. I don't have a theme. I hope I don't have a theme. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Laura's like, Laura, are you like out of it right now, Laura? Are you so disgusted at, at the, what I watched and why I watched it that you're you just know like, what? you seem no, angry. But I, I, no, I think I'm just in my own head right now and realizing that, I mean, when we talk about one movie, mm -hmm. you know, there could be especially horror-ish movies, there's always something pretty negative that happens, whether it be murders, and then we get into all sorts of stuff. These movies we watch have all sorts of really heavy themes. 
but we're just talk, you know, usually we do one movie, an episode, mm. and we throw jokes in where we can, if it makes sense. It's like, oh, well, let's try to spin this and make it slightly funnier, you know, make this episode lighter. Yeah. We are literally talking about <laughs> like a handful of heavy things and it's just all very dark and I'm feeling very sad right now. <laughs> I don't feel how I usually this, feel. No, Laura, this is exactly how I felt on Saturday by oh movie God. number 77. I don't, I got, are you okay? You know are what it's like? Okay? It's like, uh, I don't know, like, like taking a, taking a hit of a drug and by mm -hmm. like, you've already overdosed a few times and I don't know, you're just kind of Jesus. in a different, <laughs> different mindset. This mind is a dark thing. episode, you guys. Oh my God. <laughs> People are going to be listening to this on their way to work, drinking coffee, just like, uh, I'm going to have a bad day now. You know? Yeah. Anybody listening, don't blame me. Blame Ari. <laughs> blame Ari Aster. I didn't make it. I blame you Jesus. the most. Oh, I'm no. not going to lie. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Okay. All right. I can you see it. You didn't have to watch it. That's true. I, I made the decision. That's true. Yeah, it's my fault. That's true. That's what my, that's what my wife said. Um, uh, Laura, do you want to go next and talk about another one for you? I'll go next. Uh, another fucked up one, kind of. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk about, uh, there are people in this house. Yes. This is actually one oh, that, that Greg one. sent us a long time ago. Yes. And so I'd seen it before, uh, 2016. It was made by Adult Swim and it's actually, it's a little bit on the longer side, not as long as 30 minutes, but it's like 11 and a half or 12 minutes or something. And for me, this one was one of the most unnerving ones. It's not hmm. scary in a jump scare. There's no monsters. Even like visually, there isn't anything crazy that's like, oh my God, that's really scary. It's the fact that, and I, I don't really want to give spoilers. I really want people to watch this, but there is a, you know, it, it's almost kind of shot like paranormal activity in a way. It's almost like it's mm -hmm. on a home video or, or security cameras. Security it, cameras, yeah. Yeah. And you just, it, it's like a normal day. Like broad daylight. Broad daylight. Yeah. And it's, it looks like a normal family, like a mom, a dad, they have a baby. They have like a younger kid in the living room who's jumping up and down watching TV. And you learn that it's like going to be his birthday party that day. And so they're kind of frantically doing things because, um, they're getting ready for his birthday party. There's a grandma and then there's just a girl in the middle of the floor, head down. <laughs> and so for the first part of this short, you're thinking, they don't see there. You don't think they see her. Like You're like, ghosts or something. this is fuck. Like yeah. they don't see her. They're walking around her. Wow. They're, they're doing such normal things to have something so abnormal happening. And then all of a sudden someone says something like, oh, we'll get your daughter up off the floor. And you realize, wait, <laughs> they do see her. And then from there, again, I don't want to spoil it, but there's something not right happening to this family. And, and eventually it's like happening to everybody. And it's one that not only unnerved me, and I've never seen anything quite like it before. And it brought out some emotion in me that I can't describe. But I also, yeah. I don't get it. I, I need someone to tell me what was happening. And I don't think I'm ever going to get that. And that really bothers me. So this was one I wanted to point out because it wasn't tied up neatly. I want to know what's going on. I wouldn't say I want this made into a feature film, but I need someone to tell me what happened and you what need is to, happening. You need to lie on your floor and think about it, Laura. No. <laughs> No, nope. no. Okay. All right. I think that the, the, the most brilliant thing about this, besides shooting it in broad daylight, which I feel like if I were to do a, 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 a statistical analysis on these shorts, 95% of them are in the, in the dark. They're at nighttime. Yes. That's when yep. 
horrific things happen. This one's in broad daylight, but I think this was an example of it's just a perfect use of juxtaposition, right? Like the thing that's happening that you, we're not going to really mention is happening in the house. But meanwhile, people are just coming in. It's a birthday party. There's mm -hmm. this other side of no one has any idea what's happening and you're meant to keep up appearances and you know um have fun and play and there's just something it, it, and it feels real like you're watching something real and to me this was like one of the most definitely one of the most unnerving ones of all of them absolutely it was it was super interesting you want goosebumps what watch it and then please tell us what you think was happening because i need to know hmm. yeah okay do it cool. for me do everybody. it for laura do it for laura everybody yeah <laughs> um yeah for my for my next one uh i'm just gonna summarize the two next Ariaster movies i watched like i Great. said after, can't wait rob <laughs> well, <laughs> after the worst one like these are like like shiny rainbows to me like everything is great in these ones oh you my know God. uh one, one of the ones Ariaster did is a seven minute short called i think it's Bo. i think it's called Bo. uh also starring billy mayo the father from the other one uh Oof. so <laughs> Uh, but this one's actually super interesting. It, it's pretty much about a guy that accidentally leaves his keys in the door. Have you, you got any of you guys ever done that? Leave your keys I've in the door? I've done that accident? a few yeah. times. Oh, then <laughs> you might not want to watch this one, Laura. So he leaves his keys in the door and when he looks back, the keys are gone. So he mm. grows super paranoid to like, somebody has my keys. Somebody can come into my apartment. So he tries to, you know, he, he what he does is like hangs a bell from like the door frame. So if anybody comes in, he can hear the bell because he's sleeping upstairs. Not what I would do. Nope. I would <laughs> just would change the lock. Yeah, so he he does that and everything. He ends up like hearing the bell while he's like trying to fall asleep. He's he's like wide awake though. You're not gonna be able to sleep if your parent that paranoid. Uh, so mm -hmm. he like runs downstairs. He sees like some like dark thing scurry across the like living room. So he's like, what the fuck? Uh, but like then like nothing's there. So then that's when he calls the locksmith, like you said, Laura. Mm -hmm. But then like what answers is like this like demonic voice. That is just like, you think you're fucking getting out or something like that. It's like this crazy, crazy voice. Uh, so he can't call a locksmith. He can't do that. He can't do anything right now. Um, so he's just super paranoid. And pretty much he ends up building like this contraption. That's like if somebody comes in, then like this knife is going to stab them and this and that. And he's just sitting in a chair waiting for somebody to come in the door. So it's just all paranoia and he's paranoid. And then but when he's sitting there, he's all paranoid. What, Greg, what happened? <laughs> It reminds me of me. What I did when one time when my car got broken into, I just I sat in it waiting for like the person to come back and steal more stuff and like oh, wanting oh to ambush him. Whoa, Greg! You can't we can't watch the short either, then, Greg. <laughs> this episode is so dark. Oh my god. Oh my god! No, but well, like definitely like I I I I haven't watched that was one of the shorts that I haven't seen because it, it was on the list. But I definitely want to see now because I can feel that that sense mm -hmm. of paranoia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, what's up? What's up, Laura? Real quick, does anybody have any more alcohol? I'm still drinking. Let's let's take another shot. This is right. really killing my vibe here. Shoot to Ari. <laughs> Pour it up. All right. All right, let's do another shot here. Let's do another shot. Cheers. Right. Cheers. <laughs> to better better times ahead. Yeah, there you go. All right, okay, all right. I, f I forgot about five minutes of the fuck that movie. Okay, all right. All right. Um, let's see. So, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, so pretty much he's just sitting there waiting, paranoid, like doesn't know what he's doing. 
And then he like turns around and like some like random homeless person comes running in like his back slider, oh uh, which Greg, if you were hiding in your car, uh, this probably would scare you because the whoever that came was probably just going to stab you. So the guy tries to stab him and the knife like breaks while he's doing it almost. And like the mugger guy like cuts off his own thumb and then they just scream at each other and then it cuts the block. Whoa. Whoa. It's, so it's just very, it's very odd. It's very weird. Um, Like I said, it's based on paranoia. At one point he calls his mother um after that i believe like the the end the whatever you call end credits he's calling his mother saying like you know i'm sorry that this is happening and i don't know what to do and then what you see is like this furry ass hand like answering gonna answer the phone so there's nothing 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 controversial though or nothing taboo about it (laughs) no he didn't the the mugger didn't rape him no no Nothing like that. Yeah, no. This is pretty standard uh, for Ari. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know. Yeah, uh, and then and then my other one. I just want to see real fast. Uh, is the other uh, Ari Aster one is called Munchausen. Uh, Greg, you watched this one, correct? Yeah, right. It's the one about a mother poisoning her son. He's going off to college, and she doesn't yeah, want him to leave. Yeah, um, it's super interesting because it's a silent film, so Ooh. there's no talking in it. It's all music and tones, which is super interesting. Um, the, the mom in it is Bonnie, uh, Betalina, Betalida. Um, she's Holly McLean from Die Hard. Oh yeah. So that's who that is, you know? Um, and then also Rachel Brosnahan is in it for like five seconds. Ooh, I love her. Yeah. She's in, this was from 2013. So this is 16 minutes long. This one's super interesting. This one, he describes it as a Pixar horror movie. So that's the way he describes it. He he calls out the opening sequence to up (laughs) a little bit for reference into it. Um, I watched this and I fully saw Toy Story 3 when the mom, when Andy's going off to college and the mom's yep. packing his things. And I'm like, this is, this movie is literally if the mom started poisoning Andy. Like that's oh, yeah. this God. fucking movie, you know? Um, I, I, I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was really well done. Silent film I thought was really cool of a choice. Uh, cinematography was really well. Everybody was acting really good and it has a fucked up twist ending. I would really recommend this for anybody to watch. Um, oh, and I have to know the ending now. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> you want to know the ending to the other one, Laura? No. No. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. No. No, they're not. Sorry, Laura. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Right. I'll ask you uh, offline. Yeah. Offline. Offline. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Greg, you want to do your last one or you got a couple more? What do you want to talk about? Um, I've got a couple more. I would say another one that really caught my attention. I watched a few times and the more I watched it, the more I loved it was actually an animated one. Oh. So it was, it was called Other Lily. So it was only, I don't know, maybe four, five minutes long at most. And it's got this really interesting style of animation. It's, it's almost looks like digital watercolor, but it's very dark. And, you know, it's essentially what it is, is, is this girl. She's being babysat, it seems, by, um, by another younger woman. And she wakes up, the girl wakes up and she, you know, cause she can't sleep and she can't find the babysitter, I think. So she starts walking down the hallways and it's raining outside. Of course, you know, I love the rain. <laughs> the, the, the sound effects are great because you can kind of hear the light drizzling on the windows, uh, you know, in your earphones while this is all happening. You can hear the thunder. It's very dark. And whenever she walks down the hallways, there's this fisheye type of effect mm-hmm. that they use to like, z- like zone in on the character. And it's kind of got like a choppy animation. It's interesting because 
you know, the thing that I love about animation is that I feel like you can get very exaggerated expressions, especially from yeah. a distance, right? Without compromising the believability of it. Like a character can be very wide eyed. They can be very expressive and you don't think, Oh, that looks r- ridiculous. If you were to try to do that with live action people, bug eyes or like quick <laughs> movements, you go, this is, this is stupid. But with animation, you really get that, that feel, that emotion very quickly. And, Coupled with the dark atmosphere, I really love this one. And of course, like I said, the rain and the lightning to create those those animated scares. So it's great. Uh, of course, a, a great final scare. And I never would have thought that you could you could do an animated horror. It, it wasn't scary in the way that live action horror scares you. But again, it just goes back to the appreciation. Like you watch it a few times and it just gets better every time. So I love that one. It's called Other Lily. Nice. That sounds cool. That sounds cool. Animation. I like that. Uh, What about Laura? Do you want to shout out one or two other ones? What do you want to do? Yeah, this actually, honestly, this is the last one I want to talk about. I'm saving my favorite one for last. Uh, It I I know Greg watched it. Hopefully you watched it, Rob. It's called Make Me a Sandwich. I did watch this one. I watched. I think I watched yes. all yours, Laura. I watched all oh, yours. Good. Yeah. See, this is why you tell people ahead of time. Anyway, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't. I should have told you to watch mine, and then uh, you would have got five <laughs> seconds in and been like, "Fuck this shit." I would have yeah. quit. I would have yeah, been like, "I'm yeah. not showing up." <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Make me a sandwich. This was my favorite one, hands down. It's about three minutes long. Uh, made by Deformed Lunchbox, which name like that? I mean. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's a it was actually made in 2020. Uh, it's deformed yeah, because it was, it's uh, stuffed with sandwiches. It deformed I guess the, that's true. Oh, yeah, dude. Interesting. Uh, this short it has two characters, uh, and it just kind of reminded me so much of The Visit, which full circle, like <laughs> yes. our first mm. movie we conjectured. It's just, it's two yeah. older, it's an older couple, a man and a woman. And, oh man, this short is so, it, it really hones in on like a marital abuse situation. The man is just kind of mindlessly watching TV and he's shouting very aggressively at his wife, like, make me a sandwich. I want a sandwich, you know? <laughs> And she just like, okay, honey, you know, she rushes in and she slaps the ham on the bread and is going as fast as she can and doing the mayonnaise, da, 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 brings it to him and he just eats it mouth open as fast as he can. He doesn't fucking care, you know, and in between <laughs> these outbursts, she, she literally goes into a small closet, to like knit. And you could tell she's such an anxious person person but once she gets into her little like knitting that's it that's all she has but it's enough and it gives her just some peace in her day-to-day and a, a sec- he finishes these sandwiches within like two minutes and then he's just like i want another fucking sandwich you know mercy and, get in here yeah. <laughs> where's my sandwich so this keeps <laughs> happening and she starts to fuck with him i mean she is so stressed out that she starts to put things in a sandwich and at one point she even puts glass in a sandwich and he eats it yeah <laughs> and not gonna give it away but there's like a big twist at the end and i we've we've talked about this a lot i um i really appreciate things that really point out abuse in any form uh you know with this one it was kind of like marital abuse and also pointed out a lot of like mental health issues so I really thought that spotlighting those things in a three minute runtime and being like kind of scary, not scary jump scare, but freaked out. Like what the hell is about to happen? He just ate glass. I don't know. Like this is getting weird. <laughs> had a very, it, it had like a visit vibe. I, yeah. I this to- was my I, favorite, favorite one. It was great. I, to- I totally thought the lady was the lady from the visit. I thought it was she the same like actress. Her. She did. She, she looked, looked a lot just like her. her. An old I white literally, lady. I, I literally put in my notes the visit prequel. <laughs> 
This is what led them into the. uh... Yeah. Yeah, that's quite true. (laughs) Oh my God. What got them institutionalized. Yeah. It it was, this one was so, I love this one too, Laura. And I wasn't, this wasn't on my list, but then when you pointed it out, I added it and I watched it and I was so glad I did. It's, it's just, it's so effective. It's brilliant. And you know, the one thing that I was complaining about earlier about going back and forth, like the repetition boring me or annoying me in some of these shorts, Mm -hmm. that repetition actually Mm. worked in the favor of this short. Like it was just, it was perfect. And of course, like the scariness wasn't like a jump scare. It was just, it was Mm. kind of this filthy, the yeah. sounds of him chewing and Ugh. gnawing, and of course that that uh, the theme of abuse is is obviously the the maybe not so subtle message in there mm-hmm. somewhere, but just this one was fantastic. I loved it too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me not want to eat sandwiches for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, my last uh, ones here. I'm gonna kind of lump them in together. Here is uh, I, I needed to cleanse my palate from Ari. I needed yep. to get something different going. Um, so I went with somebody I really like, Rob Savage. Rob Savage from Host. Uh, he did the Host movie, the Shutter original. Uh, and, and I found two shorts of his. One was a 2017 one called Salt, which is two minutes long. And all, and all of these are Rob Savage and Jed Shepard. Jed Shepard's kind of like his writing, creating partner. Um, so Salt is the first one I watched. Super cool, like two minutes long. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I mean, did you guys watch Salt at all? Yeah, I did. Fantastic. I mean, the mm-hmm. the production value is crazy. I mean, it looks like it has like a fifty, you know, I don't know, million dollar budget. Like it's <laughs> like like the CGI look legit. Like mm-hmm. the CGI in this movie of of like the creature looked better than Mama, the feature movie. Yeah, you that's know? true. It was and so I, good, I, and I couldn't believe like this one was a short and two was produced like to look so well. Uh, you know, the acting was good. It's just pretty standard, you know, story of like, you know, they have to st- a mother and a daughter and the daughter is like terminally ill or something like that. And they have to stay in a in a salt circle to kind of ward off a demon. And it's just about, you know, the salt uh, being blown away and this and that. And there's a good jump scare in it. But I was just super like impressed by the production value, how things looked, it looked so clean looking. It looked it looked really good to me. Did you guys yeah. uh, like that one? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, amazing editing. See, the funny thing about a lot of these shorts is they try to to slow roll you into the scare. This one was just very fast paced. Oh, it it went for it. Yeah, it <laughs> right really just beginning. went from shot to shot. And the cool thing was, I loved how they let the they let the viewer kind of figure out what's going on with the salt circles. Like she's pouring it around her very quickly, then she goes actually just does that one move around the demon um, mm. and around the car and all that stuff. I'm like, whoa! Like again just you love feeling valued as a as a viewer you they they give you breadcrumbs you pick up the breadcrumbs and you kind of like follow the trail and you do a little bit of work to figure out what's going on while being entertained and again just the efficiency and the time i just loved it this one was yeah, really good yeah and, and also okay. it's cool too because the guy that plays the demon in this also plays the demon in host his name oh, is J- james I was wondering uh, that. james no swanson it looked yeah. so much like that it did it looked scene. very similar yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so the same so guy that played the both yeah uh the other one i watched is my favorite that's why i'm leaving it uh for last uh it's called dawn of the death this is rob savage and jed shepherd again 2016 short they did 12 minutes long so a little bit on the longer side i guess and this has all the people from host in it this has carol ward Haley bishop radina drondova Ma- the main three girls from host are all in this movie i didn't watch it i'm sad really? i don't want to watch def- it right oh, now you gotta see it Laura. you gotta watch it's it it's, it's really fucking cool so uh so the the premise of this one is literally it's pretty much uh so the synopsis says when a sonic pulse infects the hearing population a small group of deaf people must band together to survive so this movie is oh. really based on on people that are hearing impaired so 
they literally can't hear certain parts of this movie. It's they're doing it with sign language. They're doing the uh, you know the the dialogue on the bottom so you can read what they're saying. Mm-hmm. There's a great fucking scene where two of the girls are talking. They're 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 uh, you know a couple. Uh, I think it's actually Radina Drondova and uh, Carolyn Ward. They're the two that okay. are a couple in this movie. Mm-hmm. They're doing sign language to each other, and the camera is circling them 360. And as it's circling them, you're reading the dialogue, but their bodies start blocking the dialogue, so you can't fully see what they're saying. It's really interesting. Oh man, really good. And, amazing. And, and again, production value top notch. Like looks yeah. super super clean. Like they said, most of these shorts they look like shorts. They look like you know somebody made them on like a low yeah. budget. These ones that these guys are making rob savage and jet shepherd they look like legit like movies and this one itself i'm not definitely not giving away the ending because i want people to watch it this one completely is just setting up a feature film this is the opening of the movie you know what i mean uh which is crazy which i really hope they do this one day because i think it's super original you know focusing on hearing impaired people and what they would do in this type of uh i mean it's called dawn of the death i think you maybe would know which way they're going here Mm-hmm. Um, but what that would be, what that would be in that environment. I, I loved it. I thought it was so good. Greg, you oh. agree? Oh yeah. That one was, I was pleasantly surprised by that one. That one was great and super creative too. Yeah. Laura would love Damn. it. I know Laura would love it. I, so, uh, I, yeah. Like if you ask me what is a favorite from everything we've just said, I, I haven't mm-hmm. even watched that. And I'm like, I think that might be my favorite. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> everything you've described. <laughs> Not my first one, Laura. Not my first one. No. Okay. Nope. All right. All right. Okay, Getting all, right, all about right. it. All right. All right. Forget about it. Okay. Sure. 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 Uh, do you guys want to shout out any other ones you watched quickly? Uh, Greg, you sent me a couple ones to watch. I did watch Rubber Johnny. Uh, what oh, the- I did watch all the ones that Greg told us to watch. Wait, I got to pour some I mean, wine oh, for man. this one. <laughs> I feel like we have to talk about Rubber Johnny because I'm just like, what is, what I mean, Rubber, the fuck Rubber, is that? Uh, Rubber Johnny was also the alternate title to my Ari Aster film I watched. Uh, you know? <laughs> oh. Oh, and, man. and surprisingly, another film we watched, Tickle Monster. So uh, very similar uh, mm-hmm. to those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ari Aster could have took both those titles. Uh, Greg, do you want to set up one or two of those ones? Oh, my God. Okay, well, starting with Rubber Johnny, I love this one, and I and I don't know why. Because it's <laughs> insane. I don't even know what it is. I mean, I thought, like, watching this, I am on shrooms, I'm playing a video game, eating Taco <laughs> Bell at a rave. That's what's going on. <laughs> It like was fun. it was insane. Like what? What the fuck was this? This was insane and ultra creepy, obviously. And it was almost like a music video at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. really yeah. getting getting into it. So it just really, of course, you, you're gonna watch this, and if you know what's going on, you're insane because there's no point to this one. Um, <laughs> you go in, and there's some weird creature, and he's I don't know, sitting on a wheelchair, and he's in a dark like saw type of room and yeah. you're looking at you know the the the, the color tones are almost like a, a glow in the not glow in the dark night vision type night vision, yeah. of look and this creature is making re- weird synthy noises and they're kind of like reverberating back and forth and he just starts twitching and there's like a, a chihuahua that pops up out of nowhere <laughs> starts his eyes are glowing as he's looking at it eyes are glowing <laughs> and then this this figure starts shooting lasers at the chihuahua and it's and then his face starts hitting this, like slapping the screen in a way that it almost feels like, I don't know if you guys ever did dissections or anatomy class where we did dissections in dice. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like watching, yes. yeah, it felt like watching like the cross sections of a, of, of an anatomy subject when he would hit the glass. And it was just, it was very unique and disturbing and, and also very cool with the music. I was, I was grooving to that halfway. And when it was <laughs> over, I'm like, this is the most unique. Sh- this to me, it was the most uh, unique okay. short. Okay. No, that what you just watched though. 
I don't know. It's literally like an ill alien. Like it yeah. looks like it's very ill. Has I don't like think a big... it's an alien, guys. I think it's just a, like a guy that's like deformed and has no. like some type of disorder, and they have him in type of some type of institution. I don't think he was an alien. With a chihuahua with well, lasers? Nah. Well, I don't. <laughs> All I know is after watching it, I, I just wrote down I have no idea what the fuck I just watched. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but the music was dope. I will give him that much. Let's move on to Tickle Monster. I want to. I want to talk about Tickle. Monster. Oh yeah. <laughs> Tickle Monster was, was was great. Obviously, so um, I don't know, Rob. Maybe you can jump into that one. You want me to jump into Tickle Monster? All right. I, oh I'm yeah, gonna, Rob I'm, I'm needs a, to do I'm the a, synopsis for Tickle Monster. Yeah, I'm an, yeah. I'm an Ari Aster guy. He likes tickling people. I think apparently. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, let, Tickle <laughs> Tickle Monster is just about like a like a guy that's filling tickles. Like I'm not good at this, Laura. I'm not good at synopsis. Uh, he's just sitting okay. there. Yeah, go, Laura. Like like imagine a, a horror short, and imagine it's one of the stories where. You know, there's like two people and this guy keeps feeling maybe like a tap on his shoulder or he keeps hearing something. Imagine that kind of story. But instead, he feels a little tickle and he keeps looking at his girlfriend like tickling me. She's not tickling him. Literally, the ghost in this is tickling. He's a tickle monster. <laughs> it's somehow kind of scary just because visually it's weird but yeah. it's hilarious because they're, they're it's like i think they're trying to make fun of that yeah trope mm-hmm. and i think it comes across like well you know well, they're, they're trying to make fun of this is I, I love there's another level to this again yeah they are making fun of this guy you open up he's sitting mm-hmm. on the bed writing rap lyrics like totally cheesy rap lyrics i'm gonna get to your front door you know he's british i'm gonna get Mm -hmm. to your front door and i'm gonna i'm gonna blast you in the face i'm gonna punch you in the face and he's over and over again these ridiculous stupid rap lyrics trying to sound tough and yet this tickle monster is forcing him to look so sissy like because he he has that line hey hey don't tickle me man don't giggle and (laughs) You know, he's like kind of shirtless. He kind of is trying to look tough, but then he's forced to put on that pink sweater and, to, you know, <laughs> to stop the tickling from. So again, I feel like while they're trying to be creepy, they're also trying to make fun of like a guy trying to be tough in front of his girl. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So I just yeah. love that. And again, very short and, and just concise. I did write down this had like the best jump scare at the end that of anything I watched. I mean, oh, really? Was, well, just, just the, the reveal of the tickle monsters standing there was, mm-hmm. and it's the, Thing where it just cuts to it and you're like holy shit like what is that you know um got me i got fucking scared and i felt my butthole tickle a little bit um, <laughs> why why <laughs> come on laura come on you know that uh, <laughs> i don't know i don't know that you don't know that oh okay you sure okay you I wasn't don't. doing that in gothic episode on your couch no not, not in my no? butthole no what? Oh, why right, are you well. doing this to me you weren't <laughs> Greg is just laughing so hard right now. He loves it. Greg knows. Greg knows. Greg knows. That's why. (laughs) That that wasn't the tickle monster. That was me, Rob. Sorry. Oh, Greg. It's Greg again. Damn it. I knew it. Um, did you, is that it? Do you guys want to shout out any other ones, Greg? You watched 77, Greg. I wanted to call out, well, you know, when you were talking about the Rob Savage ones and the high production, this is where I started to draw the line and stop watching the ones. I actually wanted to stop watching the ones that started having high production value because hmm. I felt like they were unfairly good. Mm. Like there were two that were excellent that there were about 12 minutes long, one called There Comes a Knocking and yeah. another one called Sermon. And both of those were just, just simply because of the production value, they are better than 90% of these. They're, hmm. they're, they're seriously, they're professionally produced superior camera work great acting great suspense 
um, sermons had this very Midsommar vibe. And, and, and again, I, I felt like they were in a different category. The start, the moment you start getting past like 10 or 11 minutes, then I feel like more money and attention is put into it. And they're still short and still deserve the credit, but we could like chase that tale all day long and start mm-hmm. calling out really longer shorts that are just amazing. So I kind of skipped over some of the obviously quality ones like that were longer. And I thought like my favorite one in terms of like short, short was the one, and it wasn't super short, but it was like nine minutes or eight minutes long. It was called Guest. Oh, yeah. And it, it was the, the one where the, the girl, can, she can't stop but see this really creepy, pale-looking bald guy with the big buggy eyes who just stands there, like, <laughs> looking at her. I thought that one, like, fuck me, that bald-headed guy, it was just the beady eyes, you know, staring at you. It was just super creepy and then what she has to do to try to get rid of him and you know in terms of not seeing him anymore and not hearing him anymore was just great and i love their use of silence actually in this one it didn't feel like wasted space i felt like every scene where it was quiet it kind of gave you an opportunity to digest the moment and like wonder like what's going on like what is this thing why does she why can't she get away from it and and then of course there was there's definitely a deeper message in there and i don't know if you guys uh rob did you watch that one guest i didn't watch that one no uh, mm. laura did you see that one i did yeah do you remember it actually opened up with a a little scene that said well not a scene i don't know you were like a little caption that said if you're having suicidal thoughts, call this hotline and they gave a number. I feel like that was definitely a prevailing theme in this. Yeah. So the fact, again, that's another thing that I, another common theme in all these that I love is when there's a deeper message or another level that, that you can carry with you the moment, yep. you know, after it's over. So this one to me just had a really great combination of all that stuff. It was like scary. It was well produced. It, it got you thinking. And, um, to me, it was like, you know, probably number one in terms of the short, short mm. ones. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I'm definitely not trying to carry anything from a lot of my picks. I, <laughs> yeah. I just want to forget them like Laura. I wish I could just wipe it from my memory right now. Shit. Drink oh. some more of that absinthe. I yeah. know, man. I'll have to drink some more of that shit. Uh, You'll forget your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forget who I am. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you guys want to shout out uh, a favorite amongst all the ones we've talked about? Probably not a couple of mine. I think I know that for sure. Um, do you guys want to shout out anyone you like particularly the best, Laura, you've heard? I mean, I, I'm i very intrigued to watch Dawn of the Death. I, mm. Death. I feel like I would love that. Um, so I'm going to have to check that out. That definitely sounded the most appealing to me. Yeah, I'm glad that you kind of spotlighted guest and that it made your favorite list, Greg, because that one was really good. I, I remember when I was watching it, I was waiting for the weird like alien guy to do something. And then it's just the the presence that, that's mm. like, this is enough. Like This is so wrong. And it's just always there. And it is kind of sad. But I mean, obviously, my favorite was the make me a sandwich. I, I just like... <laughs> I, if anyone says like, oh, like I kind of want to get into horror movies, maybe I'll start with a short. I'm going to be like, watch that. Mm. Watch that, then watch The Visit, and then we'll talk. <laughs> just <laughs> oh, kidding, God. just kidding. <laughs> they might be in and out like right away. Shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Another title for Ari Aster short. Uh, let's see. Uh, what, about you, what about you, Greg? Do you want to shout out one in particular you really liked hearing from, whether it was yours or one of ours? Yeah, so I try to pick ones that weren't on your guys' lists, um, but I got to You know, it's it, it really comes down to like the length of them, and you really don't want to lump them into the same category. But if I had to say like which one was the best of the ones that like we talked about just now, I would probably say for like short shorts, um, salt is probably mm. it's just so damn efficient and yeah. creative. And 
just resourceful with what they did and still scary. Um, so I thought that was maybe just the best short short. I, that one was really great. Nice, nice. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to say, yeah, the Laura's make me a sandwich one is pretty fucking funny. Um, <laughs> I would say that one would probably be pretty interesting too. Do you think they could make, do you think they could make any of your guys into a feature? Like, do you think they can make a sandwich one into a feature movie? <laughs> like, how many sandwiches can you eat for an hour and a half? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I mean, some of the ones I watched, I remember thinking like that was okay, and it would have been interesting to see it as a feature. But there's just something about the short, and I have to talk about more about about Rob Savage. Like, Host is such a good movie, I think, because it is shorter than mm-hmm. your average feature film, and what they're able to accomplish in that like 99 or I forget what it was. It was like 59, 59 minutes. Yeah, like a 59 minute runtime. It, it's it's just incredible. Incredible. I, I I love it. I think that I think that most shorts we appreciate more because they're shorts and I don't know how they will translate to a feature yeah. film. I also wish that some feature films I've watched, like Thanksgiving, was a short <laughs> because <laughs> if you made me watch a three minute version of Thanksgiving, I bet you I, I'd appreciate it. I bet you right. I'd be like, ha ha ha, gobble gobble motherfucker. That was really That's funny. True. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's. It's a. I, I don't know if some of these should be made into a yeah. feature film. Mm-hmm. It worries me a little bit. I, I, I want to see an hour and thirty minutes of Robert Johnny. I want to see an hour nope. and thirty minutes. Of- <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to see that, Laura. No, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Greg, you have to do the noise. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> it wasn't squeaky enough. I can't. I don't know how to do it. I don't know. We'll, we'll I- definitely have that one in the show notes. <laughs> We don't really, it's not like really that good, but it's just like, what the uh-uh. fuck is this, you know? Um, yeah, I would say like the one that I really thought could be made into maybe a full length feature was there was one called Candlelight Witch. Um, and that one actually probably had for some odd reason my biggest scare. So that's the one where the, there's a babysitter watching a boy and a girl and they're kind of in a tent and the power goes out in the house and they're reciting some story about a witch who, you know, if you say her, if you light three candles in a circle, She'll come and haunt you and, and take a child, right? Um, but gosh, without spoiling it, I, I I just think that the way that they ended it lent itself to creating a very very interesting story. And there there's a moment in it where you know I gotta say like the witch actually appears behind the babysitter in the kitchen and the way that she started walking she started you know she approaches the babysitter as if she's going to attack her. She walks you know toward her from behind and. For some reason, like I'll have to show you guys that footage and you can explain to me why I find this so scary. Like that, that small little one second is just, it continually just haunts me and I don't know why. So that was probably the scariest thing I saw. And then of course, this, the way it ends makes me feel like, Oh, you could create a really cool movie out of, out of that. It actually ends on a, a very specific line, which lends to it. So. Yeah, I think that would um, that would, that would be my pick. Super cool, super cool. I like it. I think we talked about some really good shorts uh, today, guys. Yeah. Minus, minus mine, but uh, you know, you guys did a great job. I'm glad you guys didn't be like me and try to pick the worst thing imaginable you've read and want to watch that. Uh, I really regret it now, guys. Um, <laughs> I would have been in the worst mood tonight if I had watched it. I would have come on this pod just like, let's get this over with. That's and... quite true. I know. That's quite true. Yeah. Oh. Um, you guys really missed me telling my wife about this movie. And I can't, like, I can't she, imagine that. She was, she was honestly disgusted that I watched yeah. it. 
that mm-hmm. I wanted to watch it, that I did watch it, that I was even talking to I her about it. Of course you. I don't blame her. I don't blame her at all. <laughs> I think she's munch- munchhousing me right now. I think she's poisoning me. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that's pretty much wow. it. That's pretty much it for the shorts. Uh, we're going to try to put as many as we can in the notes. Uh, we shouted out a lot here. So whatever Laura can fit into the notes section and find. Uh, I think most of them are available on YouTube as far as I, I oh, saw. Yeah. Um, so we'll put them as many as we can there with the titles and you can watch whatever you guys want, uh, listening. Um, so let's, uh, let's get to our horror segment of the week now. Something we were teasing in the beginning here. Uh, like we said, uh, we're going to be doing, we're not going to be doing a game or a question this week. We're going to be doing a table read of a conjecture original short I wrote. Uh, it's not anything Ari Aster wrote, so don't worry about that part. It does involve a father and a child, so I think I regret that now. <laughs> but, uh, it's not it doesn't go that way no it's not that like that uh it's called uh i titled it the nightlight this is called the nightlight i'll be pretty much doing the narration same thing we did on um uh, on baba duke i'll be, be the narrator laura and greg will be reading the two main characters uh we can kind of go through who wants to be what character but i i think i really want greg to reprise his baba duke uh chimney sweep role boy he <laughs> no. created Wait. Yeah, I gotta tell the story. So, well, first of all, can I just give a shout out? This is a lit, literally a conjecturing pod original. Rob wrote this. This is not anything that's ever been written by anyone else. It's not a movie, nothing like that. So kudos to you. Like, this is what we are super pumped for. Just like your creativity coming to life. So it's an honor to read that. I don't know if there's points with this, but it's an honor, (laughs) Rob. Um, you know, but there are two characters in this, a child and a father. And I don't know why, but both Greg and I, even though we were never told this, we both came tonight so sure that I would be reading the child and Greg would be reading the father. Like we, I thought that Greg thought that. And then Rob basically told us, no, 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 no. Like I want the opposite. You know, so why I, would you flip it, Rob? I mean, it's like, what? I, well, I clearly have clearly like a deeper practiced. voice. Yeah. Greg practiced. I, I want you to be the Baba Duke kid you created, dude. It's so freaking funny. It's okay, oh. Greg. I practice as the kid and I did not practice as the father. If there's one I thing that we've learned kid. is that I, we know and wants to hear my messed up foreign accent so i'm i've i've put a moratorium on foreign accents for about 10 episodes mm-hmm. but um i'll i'll see what not. i can do i'll there see what go, i can man. do I'm, I'm the director i'm the writer you want to get casted you got to do it man all right so uh let's see here so yeah like i said we got two main characters here it's pretty much a child and it's a father i think i might change it to a mother now because i don't want anything to do with ariaster anymore uh so laura if you could read it as a as a as a mother i guess i don't think it really changes that much i no, you know let, let's just leave it let's I keep not it? Okay, I, i've right. had some shots and some wine so let's okay, just all right. leave it. All right. <laughs> okay all right let's see here uh all right let's get going here like i said i'll do interior i'll read the descriptions uh greg you're the child of course and, and laura you're the 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 father uh character in this short i wrote called the nightlight Interior room night, uh, dark bedroom, child five-ish. The door is shut closed, but you can just see the light from the hallway peeking from beneath and around the frame. In the dark is a child's dresser to the wall on the right, with nothing on top, and moving boxes scattered around faintly labeled Shady Acres Boys Home. The child lies in the dark bed, clenching his covers pulled up to his chin. Child nervously. Dad! <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to stop already. <laughs> What? 
need to retake there. I need to retake there, Greg. Come you gotta on. be like dad. Yeah, nervously, like, like nervously. Scared. Greg. I thought I was. I thought I was the Boba the kid. Dad. No, do it. <laughs> well, do it for real. Right, you, oh, have to okay. read, you have to read the oh. script though, Greg. Come on, the okay, okay, it, right. it literally says "child nervously" in okay, quotes. So you okay. gotta be nervously. Okay. All right. All right. Take two. Dad. The door slowly opens. The father steps in, thirty-ish, shining light onto the child's face in bed. Father. Yes. Can I have a nightlight on? <laughs> There, there's the voice I'm looking for. All right. The father looks around the dim lit room, not sure where the nightlight is. Um, sure. He now notices an old looking rustic red nightlight sitting on the dresser top. Here we go. He flips on the nightlight, noticing the light can change colors with every touch. He scrolls through the colors, slightly stopping on red, which engulfs the room. Red, dad, red. <laughs> come on, Greg. Give me, come on, Greg. You're what? getting blown out of the water. <laughs> Give me, come on, you feel a little more. You gotta be excited. I, you want I, the red. I, you want the red. Well, you gotta put an exclamation mark. Okay. <laughs> red, dad, red. Okay, better. <laughs> <laughs> the father nervously looks around the red lit room. Um. He quickly changes the light color to a faded yellow color, making the room look look like a normal lighting and soothing. No, let's go with yellow. The child sits up in bed. But dad, I wanted red. <laughs> He's like a two-year-old. <laughs> he said he was five years old. Greg, come on. Wait, wait. What am I saying? Am I doing it? Am I doing I, it too I, old? I don't know. I don't know. You're doing it too young. It's not like a baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, annoyed. Okay, here we go. But dad, I wanted red. Why? Why the accent? I, that's what well, I. You said I'm. You said I'm Australian. <laughs> you say I'm the Babadook kid. He's the Baba D kid. Let's go. All right, let me do it in, in the American right. accent. It'll be okay. better. Okay. But, Dad, I wanted red. You still are kind of doing <laughs> the same. <laughs> give, me a, give me a Boston accent, Greg. Have a Boston. <laughs> what if I just go, like, just do, like, but, Dad, uh, no, you can't do red. that. No. You can't do that. You can't do that. No. You can't do that. You can't do that. All right. We'll just use uh, from whatever we got. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. all right. We'll use one of those garbage takes. Okay, all right, all right. The, the, <laughs> Greg, you're definitely not getting a callback. Uh, the father uh, turns, walking out of the room, not really acknowledging the child's request. Good night. We're now on the outside of the child's bedroom door and in a lit hallway as the father shuts the bedroom door behind him. He walks down the hallway, turning off the hall light switch as he passes. The hall light turns off, but instead of being uh, instead of being dark, a red glow shines from behind him. He turns to see the closed child's bedroom door illuminated with red light from beneath the door and around the frame. He walks back, opening the child's door to see the child still sitting up in the same position as before, with the room lit in red color and the red night light now red. He reaches for the night light, clicking it to the next color, which is blue. I said no red, but. Dad. The father turns again quickly, shutting the door hard with the blue light shining brightly. Night. Outside the bedroom door again now, he turns to see the red light shining from all around the closed door. He bursts back into the room quickly, hoping to catch the child in the act. But he only sees the child in the bed in the same position. He angrily pulls the dresser from the wall and unplugs the light from the wall outlet. I told you, no red. The light turns off, causing the room to go dark. You can sleep in the dark now. He turns to leave the room again, wishing the child would just sleep. The room lights with red again. He slowly turns to look at the red room and child. The red light illuminates the child's face as his eyes grow wide. Dad. 
Let's do that one again, Greg. All right, all right. You got to do like you're you're scared. Your voice is trembling. Dad. All right, dad. All right, dad. There you go. I like that. That was better. better. The father's face grows cautious with the red light shining on him as well. Behind him, the pitch darkness of the empty doorway fills to grow darker. Look behind. I was tattooed from Fantasy Sorry. Island. I had, to, I had to throw out the signs. The signs. Okay. All right. Let me try that again. All right. All right. Let me let me let me let me let me lead you in again. Let me lead you in again. Okay. Right. Uh, the, <laughs> the father's face grows cautious with the red light shining on him as well. Behind him, the pitch darkness of the empty doorway feels to grow darker. Behind you, the father's body is violently ripped into the darkness of the doorway. We now slowly zoom into the still shining red lit old looking nightlight and pause. The child's finger slowly creeps into the frame and clicks the light off. Cut to black. Ooh. Damn. Slow clap. Slow clap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is great. I mean, I as a parent, my child definitely used to have the color changing nightlight. Now she has like stars and it's every color. But um, yeah, it's just like kind of hits home in a way. Yeah. Like, I've never seen this before. And mm -hmm. it's really cool. Yeah, it's definitely creepy. We have. Do you have the nest, Rob? The nest light? Uh, No, uh, I don't have that. OK, so that's the that's the one that we have where it changes colors when you touch it. And there's something about that red hue. It's just very deep and like and scary. It reminds me of, I don't know if it reminds me of um, Suspiria or something. Mm. But whenever that one comes on, I want to skip it as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like I was feeling that reading the reading that script. Yeah, this is all based for me and my son. Like he, we did this before. I mean, I didn't get a, taken into the darkness, but you know I mean? or did you? <laughs> or did I? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, like he, this is what he would do. It's a it's a R two D two nightlight he has that changes colors, and uh, yeah, it changes colors. And he for a while there always wanted red, and just I would do it, and the room would look so fucking creepy. And I'm just like, no, I'm like, we're not doing red. It's creepy, you know. So I would make him do a different color. So it just got me thinking of like, oh, like what would it be if like this was for for a reason you know mm -hmm. yeah 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 super cool super cool yeah i'm glad you guys like them glad you guys like it. yeah if anybody wants to email us in let us know what they thought of it uh you know let me know if it's better than ari aster's uh short he created about sodomy uh you can email conjecturingpod at gmail hit us up twitter and instagram at conjecturingpod or leave a voicemail uh podpage.com slash conjecturingpod uh you know yeah a little <sighs> little behind the scenes too like this is actually i'm talking with somebody to option this and get it made into a short right now so ah! So that'll be nice. super cool, you know. Laura, you might you might make the cut, Laura. Greg, I don't I don't know if you're gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna recommend. You really you, have to hear me read the kids part. I think read I, the kids part. I I actually practiced that part. You so. practiced the kids part. <laughs> yeah. I did. All right, let's get a line. Let's get a line. Do you want to go I back? Helped, I already helped you with these lines, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> do you want do you want to go back and do and do it again we could do it again laura we can always no. tack it on at the end of the episode as like a an extra and soundbite you know if anybody wants to listen no you sure laura you don't want no. to outstay you don't want to out, you don't want to just like blow greg out of the water and people are like oh my god he's so horrible <laughs> yeah i'd rather just you know do yeah. i'm you on top do, right you now you should do the child side and then rob just super cut laura talking to herself and just oh run, that'd be run with that cool. like, greg yeah. you're not even there at all no i have nothing to do with it at all <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. If yeah, anybody email us in. Email us in. If you want to hear Laura's take as the child, let me know. We can always do this another week. If that's uh overwhelming response, we'll do it again. Um so 
<laughs> so that's it. That's it for this pick your poison. That's it for the week here. Uh, next week is a new month. We got a new month coming up next week. Ooh. We're going to be releasing our entire schedule for September. Uh, we post it on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, September isn't a normal month for us. I think this is, uh, is this the first time, Laura, we're doing a month theme? Yes. Right. We've never done it before, right? We're usually minus just conjecture ween. Except for Halloween. Minus, yeah, yeah. That's true. Minus conjecture ween. Mm -hmm. This feels different. Yeah. So we're, uh, what are we doing, Laura? We are doing sequel September. Sequel September. I'm so excited. <laughs> is, is that Rubber Johnny coming back? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I definitely want to see the sequel to that. So yeah, there we go. Yeah, Rubber Johnny Two, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, whoever created Rubber Johnny, um, I mean, and don't and, talk to us. No, I'm just kidding. So Chris Cunningham, you need mm. to call the sequel to that Electric Boogaloo. I don't care. <laughs> If you had other plans for the title, the sequel needs to be that. So. It fits no. so well, actually. It's like yeah. perfect. It's so perfect for that 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 sequel. Um, uh. Okay, but uh, where we got? What do we got going on, Laura? I'm like losing my spot right now. Uh, sequel September. I think Greg has the first pick. So, Greg, what is your sequel pick? Right. So, I think the rule was we're, we're picking a sequel of a movie that we've reviewed, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, from our, from our catalog. Correct. Great, because the idea was we didn't want to jump ahead to any other sequels if we haven't looked at the first one. So my pick yeah. is going to be Paranormal Activity Part 2. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good pick. Good, yeah. good pick. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Are you going to go back to your line, go homeless the whole time we do that review? Uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> they, they, I mean, uh, I don't think it works in have. this case. I it think with the oh. sequel, they're just fucked. Paranormal two. Nice. Nice. I like <laughs> it. I like it. it. All yep. <laughs> all right, Laura, what's, uh, what's it going to be your sequel pick for the month? You guys are never going to guess it. Really? 1997's Wes Craven, Kevin Williamson. Oh, Laura's being ironic. Very obvious now. She's being sarcastic right oh. now. It's like, Duh. We're going to be doing Scream 2. Scream 2, yes. of course. Yeah, Scream 2. Okay. For a second, yes. I was like, wait, what is Laura picking? I was like, what the no. hell's happening? I forgot. Okay. All right. Scream 2, it's obvious. Josh and nice. Uh, yeah, for me, for me, my pick's next. Uh, I wanted to do one I didn't watch in theater because I wanted to do it for the show. I wanted to do uh, 2019's Doctor Sleep, the sequel to yeah. The Shining. Yeah. All right. You know, oh, the, the Shining, the thing we base our freaking show on now one of our longest uh, episodes uh, we did like two and a half hours on that movie so I want to do the sequel to that you know so that'd be super cool I'm super excited to watch that movie Laura you want to do listener awesome. choice yeah so um, I'm picking a listener choice that came through from one of my really good friends Kristen W uh, she actually submitted this a while back right before uh, the conjuring three came out and she said I want I picked the conjuring two only because I want you guys to do the whole series and I obviously want you to do conjuring three one day but we got to start with conjuring two so perfect we're gonna do it it is sequel nice. September that and we sleepy. are the conjecturing been a while since wow. we've done these so this yeah. is gonna be sure. one heck of a month oh my goodness I mean it's gonna wow. be insane I like That's a great I like series. it yeah so uh how are we gonna close the month laura it's your pick your poison laura what are you gonna do we are gonna whine and stein you bitches all right <laughs> we are going to be talking about our favorite sequels i mean i'm sorry series uh this is a book series that i think was a big gateway for many of us older millennials wow, mm -hmm. we are gonna be talking about goosebumps <laughs> 
Goosebumps. The Goosebumps <laughs> series. Wine and Stein. Hello. Nice. I like nice. it. I like it. So, yeah, we'll it. be talking about the series as a whole. You know, we can spotlight any particular book or if you watch the show episode, that's fine, too. Uh, things that scared us, stuck with us, you know, ha- just how it helped us get into horror, how it made us feel. But on top of that, I am going to be making you guys, Rob and Greg, watch one of the TV shows that aired. And so we are going to have a segment where we just talk about that. And it's just like the perfect episode to get us ready for October. Yeah. Oh, I, I love it. I can't wait to dig into those. That's a great idea. Nostalgia like, City. Yeah, I feel like we all love that. We're in that age range where it's like, that's what we grew oh. up. On. It was yeah. the yeah. best. Was yeah. R.L. Stein, Goosebumps books, and everything like that. And I like Laura that it's like a pick your poison within a pick your poison because you're letting us choose whatever we want within the Goosebumps universe to talk about. Oh I, yeah, I, I like 100%. that. I like that. I like that. Super cool. Super cool. Nice. Yeah. That's a super super dope month. Uh, super packed. I like it. Uh, now we have like a special announcement. So we're gonna do a little announcement here. Something we've been talking about for a while here. We kind of want to like reveal it now. Laura, you want to take away? Yeah. So we have some exciting schedule updates to share with everyone. And first off, have to say just thank you to everyone, our listeners. You have literally supported us these past almost two years because we technically started months before our first episode aired. So we're like kind of getting towards that season of nearing two years. And, um, even though we haven't actually gone by seasons thus far, we will be ending this uh, second quote unquote season, kind of what we're calling everything from our anniversary on our second season. We're going to be ending the season of the pod uh, after October 2021. So we're going to get through October and then we will be returning for an official season three starting in January 2022. But do not worry, because we have some really exciting stuff coming between now and October, obviously. And we also have a few more announcements. We want to say that starting in season three, we are going to be moving to a bi-weekly release schedule. And the thought behind that was just to improve quality of content, you know, our thoughtfulness that goes behind our movie choices, and just hoping it allows people more time to actually watch the movie. We know having an episode every single week can get a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that we're super excited about is that uh, every other week that we don't have an episode, we are going to be having scheduled watch parties. We don't do that ever again. <laughs> Johnny in the house. <laughs> Super, super excited about this. We hope that people, I mean, it's going to be super chill. If you can come and watch with us, great. There's going to be no video component. It'll just be chatting, but we just hope you can come and like watch with us, chat with us, make jokes and hopefully have an opportunity for any of your conjecturings to be featured in our episodes about these movies and other really cool things. Like we're going to be doing more social media giveaways starting, you know, in January and just a lot more to come. So, um, I know we're kind of, switching things up but i think it's going to be all really positive and you know yeah i'm i'm super excited for like the watch party you know uh like like i said pretty much we'll be doing you know we'll be doing everything exactly the same releasing the month schedule and then pretty much whatever movie we're watching that week you know we will be watching it in the watch party you know Mm -hmm. the week ahead of that before our recording so everybody can watch with us while we watch and then we'll we'll you know do our review of the movie we'll break it down uh the following week but i'm just excited to like talk with people to talk with listeners, you know, anybody wants to jump in there and, and we're, I think we're doing discord, right, Greg, we're going to figure that out. Discord. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's going to go to the, it? the discord platform. Um, 
if you've, I feel like everybody has heard of Discord in one way, shape, or form. If you've never, uh, used it before, it may seem overwhelming. It's, it's not. It's just an app. You get on your local app store, you download it, you get invited, and you're essentially, um, on like a private network of people. And there's different communities and groups, almost like a, a message board of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we'll create functionality where you can join ours and you'll be able to watch the movie. Um, along with us uh, in real time. So that'll be fantastic. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. I mean, like I said, we, we, there's been multiple times where we're not like watching the movie together, but maybe me and Greg will kind of time up watching it. And then we're just chatting in discord and Laura's just <laughs> laughing along. Having with the our best dumb day of my life. Yeah. yeah you know, so I, I usually just do a shit ton of gifts that make no reference <laughs> to the movie, but are just ridiculous and dumb and just calling out stupid things. It's honestly, it, it really shapes what we end up talking talking about in the show because it's mostly mm-hmm. just shouting out dumb stuff that we want to make jokes about um so i'm like, super <laughs> excited for that and you know, like i said having people there you know with us uh we can shout them out too on the show that we're gonna record you know if you have a funny mm-hmm. comment if you have a funny take if you have something that's super cool we're definitely gonna talk about it when we record and we'll give you a yeah. shout out so i'm super excited for that interaction that to mm-hmm. me is the funnest part i think of what we do here is actually communicating with people with listeners uh, with, with with fans it's super fun sequel september yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. before before oh, we get to that we got sequel song. september you got sequel september you know um before we end here just a reminder that if you like the pod uh check out our merch at our merch store uh tpublic.com slash user slash conjecturing pod we got a ton of horror and podcast designs there uh also please remember to su- subscribe rate review our podcast wherever you're listening to it on and check out the slash cast podcast network slash and cast dot network uh, so that's it from the gold room tonight. Uh, this has been conjecturing. I've been rubber Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I've been the tickle monster. <laughs> and, and ghost Greg. <laughs> nice ghost Greg. I like it. Uh, until next time, remember horror subjective. So conjecture away. See ya. Bye. <laughs> I want a sandwich.